Blog Talk Radio. Um, the defense kind of picked up a little bit from 
the beginning part of the 2020 season, and that's something that we'll talk about in the coming weeks about this season in regards to the players that came through the NFL Regional Combine. However, we're going to talk about, I would say, the finale, how these guys had finished. Uh, we definitely want to talk about what to expect for Super Wild Card Weekend in regards to the players from the NFL Regional Combine platform, and then also talk about also the Pro Bowl balloting. Now, this year, um, no player from the NFL Regional Combine was voted into the Pro Bowl. Uh, that's a, a streak that had ended eight years. Um, but as far as balloting-wise, now it's over 1,700 players in the NFL, and out of the 84 players who came through the process, the NFL Regional Combine, 20 of those players got their names on the ballot to be voted on. Now, over 1,700 players in the league, not every player who suits up to play every weekend does not automatically get their name on the balloting. So the players have to do something in order to get their name on the balloting. 20 of these players out of the 84 players who came through the NFL Regional Combine had their name on the balloting, which was a huge deal. And we're going to go through all that good stuff um, in today's show. Uh, but we're going to, first, we're going to jump right into what happened with um, the finale in Week 17 in regards to the players in the NFL Regional Combine. And I tell you, these guys, are, like I said, from the very beginning, are truly, truly on fire. Definitely, definitely happy for what they did um, this year. Actually helped made my job um, a whole lot better, made it a lot smoother because they gave me uh, tons of content, you know, to talk about. So that was the first thing I like to look at. So when we get to the players here from the regional combine, I would say it's definitely a great inspiration. And one of the great inspirations that bestowed this year after years and years of bouncing around the league from one team to another to really get an opportunity to, to really show what they can do on the, the largest stage of football in the world was Houston Texans linebacker Terrell Adams. Now, Terrell Adams, like I said, he's been, spent time with the Chiefs, spent time with the Colts, um, then finally got with the Houston Texans. He also had a stint with the Seattle Seahawks for a brief period of time. But it signed with the, the, the Texans last year, got some playing time in the last two weeks of the 2019 season, and experienced just a, a touch of the postseason play. But this year was the year when he really stepped in and got into that starting role somewhere near in the beginning part of the 2020 season. And I tell you, he lit it up. Now, unfortunately, the Texans did not make it to the playoffs. And the first thing you look at, okay, playoff teams, what did the team do? Unfortunately, the team fell short. The team had lost a lot of pieces. You know, every team deal with injuries, you know, but they had that fair share of them. But a lot of their weapons were gone, like DeAndre Hawkins got traded to the um, Arizona Cardinals. So that's like one of the big pieces they have there that was missing, which would have helped Deshaun Watson be a little bit better this year, although he still made the Pro Bowl. But the team would probably have been a little better off if they still had some weapons there. Okay. But for Adams to step in the way that he was able to do and to shine, if the Texans were a winning team going to the postseason, you would hear a lot about this man. This young man has finished the season with 125 tackles, 125 tackles. Now, with that amount, you would say to yourself that, hey, he probably led his team in tackles. Well, Cunningham, um, the cornerback, he was the one that actually um, 
finished the season with the most tackles for the team. I fought linebacker. But Darrell Adams for, Adams for him to step in and do what he did this season was fantastic. One thing he doesn't he do not do is is you know back down for any competition. You know going up against the light of likes, likes of Derrick Henry twice a year, he really showed out. Um, out of his 125 tackles, 76 were solos. So that says a lot about him being a tackling the machine. He actually broke the record for the most tackles in the season uh, from. Washington football team's linebacker, Cole Holcomb, who finished this year with around, around 70 tackles. But last year, in his rookie year, he had 105. That was the most tackles from a player who came through the NFL regional combine in one season, which he has surpassed Jotavius Brown, who recently retired this year right before, right after he signed with the Philadelphia Eagles when he finished the season, his rookie season, with 97 back in 2016. So, see Cole break that, and then the final week, the final year, Terrell Adams break that high mark. Terrell Adams continues to show what he can do. I would not, I would not be surprised if he had challenged his own record, a record that he set for himself personally, and most importantly, set a record from the players who came through the platform to really do what he's able to do. So kudos to Adams on a big season this year. Now, when we talk about defensive players stepping up, F.A. Abada, defensive end for the Carolina Panthers, he is the face, literally the face, for the International Player Pathway Program that was established also by NFL Football Operations, giving an opportunity opportunity for foreign-born players to be able to have the, uh, have the opportunity to play in the NFL. Now, there's an evaluation process that go along with that, another process that I touch here and there um, when we had the workouts due to, to the coronavirus, no traveling overseas. So I doubt if the um, pro- the program will have players this year, unlike just like last year. However, with FA for him to come to that platform, go through the NFL regional combine as well, to show what he was able to do with the Panthers. I'm telling you, he is a quiet storm. This year, he found his way to not only get to quarterbacks, but he found his way to get to legendary quarterbacks. You know, a couple of weeks ago in Week Nine, he got to Tom Brady first defensive player from the regional combine platform to stack Tom Brady. And then he wound up getting Aaron Rodgers uh, a couple of weeks later, got him, another legendary quarterback. And then to close out the final week, he got the Drew Brees. Got the Drew Brees and stacked him. So he definitely have a knack of getting to um, quarterbacks, legendary quarterbacks, Hall of Fame quarterbacks. In the first quarter with six minutes and 24 seconds on the clock, Brees had received the ball from shotgun formation from the Saints' 25-yard line while facing third and five. When Breeze got the ball, of course, his eyes was down the field. And when the pocket collapsed, you know, Drew Breeze is going to try to scramble to get away. He tried to get away, but F.A. ran him down, chased him down, tackled him from behind, and stripped him. Ball came loose, and that's when you saw the players scrambling for the ball. But before the Carolina Panthers was able to try to recover, the ball bounced out of bounds. So there was not a turnover. It could have been. The opportunity was there, but the ball rolled out of bounds. Um, F.A. for him to be able to have a phenomenal season slowly getting there, showing what he can do, getting his hands on those quarterbacks. That says a lot about his game for the 2020 NFL season. You listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network. We're here about NFL stars of tomorrow today. I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of Locker-Report.com. Now, Benson, uh, Benson Omarway, defensive end, Seattle Seahawks. Now, he's another one, under-the-radar type of player, that actually can get to the quarterback. Now, 
he has a way of, I would say this season, getting to quarterbacks on critical situations. Um, the first first week one, he was able to get to um, Matt Ryan, quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons, on a fourth and uh, fourth and um, two situation, where the Falcons was looking to try to take the lead, but he was able to hunt him down and stop him and sack him. He also did it against the Eagles uh, several weeks ago, several weeks ago on a big stop to seal the win for Seattle. And then week seventeen, he was able to get to Forty Nineers quarterback C.J. Beathard when late in the game when they were actually looking to try to drive down the field to at least, you know, try to win the game. But with two minutes and 15 seconds left in regulation, that's when the 49ers was facing second and 10 from their own 25-yard line. Beathard received the ball shotgun formation. Now, Beathard, for some reason, like this kid that's never really had no pocket presence, he didn't even feel the pressure coming, um, coming from around the edge. With him not feeling the pressure, in my way, was able to attack from the right-hand side and speed um, speed rush past Justin um, Scar, who was the left tackle for 49ers. Strip sack Bethard. Ball came loose. Seattle's defensive end, um, Hashim Green, recovered the loose ball, and that was a turnover, and then that's when Seattle was able to score another touchdown to ultimately put the game away. So for, for Benson to make that thing happen for his squad, fantastic stuff for the Seattle Seahawks. And then we look at like we talked about Holcomb, Cole Holcomb for the Washington football team. He finished the game against the Eagles in, in that big controversial game with seven tackles in that game. And for some reason, he just liked picking people up. You know, the Dallas Cowboys made a big stop, picking somebody up, pulling them back. He did the same thing in this game. Jalen Hurts was trying to scramble the ball. He wound up scooping him up, pulling him back. It was great how <laughs> he was able to make the stops. Kudos to the Washington football team for getting to the playoffs. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later as well. And then Kenny Moore, the second. Can't escape the show without talking about that young man, cornerback for the loss, for the Indianapolis Colts. Big game, got another sack. He should have had another touchdown in that game, but it was a, uh, um, the ball came out. It was a scoop and score. But at the review early in the first, first quarter, kind of find out that the player, the uh, receiver, did not have full control of the ball. So that wraps up what the guys was able to do in week uh, week 17 for the finale. We guys going to come back. We're going to take a quick pause. We're going to talk about the balancing, the guys that had their name put on the balancing who came through the NFL Regional Combine, and we're going to talk about Wild Card Weekend. My fault, Super Wild Card Weekend. We have six games this weekend, guys. I hope you guys are excited. You can't go to the movies, so you may as well just sit at home and watch football all day for two days in a row. You know, that's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, it's my job, but however, even if it wasn't my job, I'll be right in front of the two this weekend. All right, make sure you guys turn back. This is Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network. If you want real discussions on politics, social issues, racial issues, and other topics, then tune into the Bachelor News Radio Show. Listen live every Monday and Thursday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern at blogtalkradio.com. And if you missed the show, you can listen every Monday through Saturday at 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern and every Sunday at 5 a.m. and 3 p.m. at thebachelornews.airtime.pro. Listen and be informed. All right. Welcome back to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network where you hear about NFL starting tomorrow today. And make sure you guys go to this Bachelor News Radio Network 
It's, it's, it's reader-friendly, very easy to use, and check out the many shows that we have. Definitely check out you and the Law Show with Chief Keith Humphreys and Chief Virgil Green. The show is about having an open and honest conversation with America about how law enforcement and their relationship with black and brown community. Listen to them um, every Tuesday night at 7, from 7 to 8 o'clock on the Bachelor News Radio Network. But if you can't catch them at that time, go to the site anytime. You can pull up their show anytime. Very informative. I know these guys had a lot to talk about this week. They're going to have a whole lot to talk about next week. So make sure you guys tune in. These guys are awesome, very professional in what they do because they lived it, they breathed it, and so they know it better than anyone else. So make sure you guys tune in. Now, when we talked about Week 17, we talked about how the players had how how the players from the NFL Regional um, Combine had closed out the season. And there were several other players that had um, had decent performances, like Keenan Cole. He was able to, you know, pull off three um, catches for 26 yards um, in, the, in his uh, final season in the game as well. So make sure you guys check out him. And then you all have Tyrod Johnson, who the young man I've been talking about. Towards, like, I would say, the middle part of the season, how he was able to get with the Los Angeles Chargers do his thing out there on the field for that squad because these guys have been, I, I would say, really, really consistent in what they had to do in order to, I would say, how can I, the best way I can describe it, for him to be able to go out there, not um, make the team last year when he when he originally came through the NFL Regional Combine, to sign with the Chargers in a much later date to be able to wait for the opportunity for his time to come to actually get on the field and to really be able to showcase what he was able to do this season really opened the door for him to be able to show that going into the 2021 season that this Chargers offense can be really explosive, explosive, assuming, I mean, assuming that he'll still be on the roster. But we talked about the finale. Now we're going to talk about the balancing, how out of the 84 players, 20, 20 players from the NFL Regional Combine were able to get their name on the ballot. Like I said, over 1,700 players does not mean that because they had their name, that they played in the league, does not mean they automatically get an opportunity to get their name on the balloting. And out of the 84 players from the Regional Combine, 20 players had their name on the balloting. And we're going to start off with one of one another solid guy from the platform. We talked about him pretty much the whole season, especially around the middle part of the season when he took over the starting position for the 49ers at the quarterback position. Nick Mullins, he had his name on the balancing. Minnesota Vikings wide receiver, Adam Thielen, no surprise, had his name on the balancing, one of the best wide receivers in the league. Fullback, his teammate, C.J. Ham, his name made the balancing. He was the sole player from the NFL Regional Combine to make the Pro Bowl last year. New York Giants fullback, Elijah Penny, he made the balancing. Green Bay Packers, tight end, Robert Tunyon, he made the balancing. He also caught his 11th touchdown of the season last week against the Chicago Bears. 11 touchdowns, folks. He's going to be one of those tight ends that we're going to be talking about for years to come. Pittsburgh Steelers, they had three players. Left tackle, out of window, winning the waiver. Punter, Jordan Berry, defensive back Jordan Dangerfield, who's primarily was signed up, I mean, listing for special team players. Las Vegas Raiders, left tackle, Denzel Good. New York Jets, yes, we have a New York Jets sighting. New York Jets 
um, guard Greg Van Roten and Kansas City Chiefs reigning Super Bowl champion Tim Ritter. He was on the balancing as well. Then, of course, we're going to talk about Johnny Heckler, you know, the punter. His name was on the balancing. Keelan Coles for Jacksonville Jaguars. They had two wide receiver Keelan Coles, who was going under return specialist consideration. And rookie, rookie defensive tackle, Doug Carson. Doug Carson was the only rookie from the regional combine that made the balancing. Now, we know we did not have the workouts last year, but his name was on the listing. His name being on the listing helped out, and so he's still going to be under the umbrella from the NFL regional combine, so he made it. Adams, he's a linebacker. But he's in Texas. He was on the balancing. Cole Holcomb was on the balancing. Kenny, Kenny Moore. I thought for sure he was going to be a Pro Bowl this year. Surprisingly, surprisingly, he was not. Um, kicker for the Denver Broncos, Brandon McManus. He made it. The Dallas Cowboys. They had two other players that round up the 20 and kicker Greg Zerline and defensive back C.J. Godwin getting consideration for special teams. So these were the players from the NFL Regional Combine platform who had an opportunity to make the, the, the roster, I would say, because there's no game this year, had the opportunity to make the Pro Bowl this year with having their name on the, on, the, uh, on the balancing to get there. So kudos to these guys doing their great things. Another person that in Week 17 that really got a chance to show what he had to do was Mike Love, linebacker for the Buffalo Bills, who was on, practice, who was on the practice squad. Since last year, banged up a little bit, was on the practice squad this year, but he was activated for week 17. He had a huge stop against the Miami Dolphins. This young man is fired up from South Florida, communicate with him often. He's very excited going right into the postseason. Hopefully he gets some playing time. And now, as far as we're talking about that, we're going to get right into Super Bowl. I mean, we're going to Super Weekend as a playoff, Super Wild Card Weekend, as it's described. Pause with the play of the playoffs this weekend. Now, the Buffalo Bills going against the Indianapolis Colts. Now, this game is going to be interesting. I would say this is – I would say probably – well, all on big games. You know, I can't say which one is bigger than the other, but this one definitely will have, I would say, a lot of eyes on it for this matchup because the Buffalo Bills is that hot team. Uh, that's a team who I believe that can take it to the Kansas City Chiefs uh, I really believe that this team can pull off that upset. They are capable enough of doing it. I think the Kansas City Chiefs is right for the picking to lose and not make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, that's just my opinion. It's playoff time. They have some players there we're going to talk about as well. But with this matchup, we know about Justin Zimmer, defensive tackle for the Buffalo Bills, and now we're talking about Mike Love. Don't know how Mike Love is going to be implemented in this game. I, I would say I would see him. I can see him out there with special teams but how Sean McDermott may use him in this game because he is a hybrid. He's very fast. No telling if he may put him in there with a couple of wrinkles. So watch out for number 56 for the Buffalo Bills and also Justin Zimmer, number 61, defensive tackle. We know about that big strip that he had on Cam Newton early in the season that helped turn things around for the Bills in a positive way and somewhat was a turning point for the New England Patriots when that situation happened, when they actually went downhill from there. So let's see if he can make an impact play in this matchup. With Indianapolis, we know about Kenny Moore. Kenny Moore is having his best year, four interceptions, first NFL touchdown this season, had um, but had 72 tackles this year. So he he pretty much filled the stat sheet 
false defensive backs, one of the best slot defensive backs in the league. So we're going to watch out for this matchup and see what these guys will do in this matchup. Now, Benson my way, defensive end for Seattle Seahawks. Let's see what what plays he can make, especially if the game is tight, whether it's late, uh, whatever situation may be, a dire situation. Don't be surprised if you see number 95 making the play. He's getting closer and getting closer. He was making things happen for himself for the Seattle Seahawks all season long. He did miss a couple of games, something that Pete Carroll wished did not happen because he really believed that their defense would have been in another place if they had him the whole season. Bringing Carlos Dunlap in really helped out a whole lot. But this was going to be one guy to watch out for, number 95. And then, in turn, the Rams going to need to win the, 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 uh, the, the battle of field positioning. And that punter, Johnny Heckler, can help them with that. He will pin Seattle Seahawks on long drives this entire game. No matter where the Rams are stopped at, Johnny Heckler is going to make sure that that ball gets somewhere down in the 20. He is one of the best punters in the league. Field positioning, this is, the only, this is one of the ways how the Rams can help slow down Russell Wilson. Yeah, we know that these guys can score on long drives, but this is, you know, long drives all through the game, and then, you know, you have Aaron Donald, that monster, and that defense, defensive line, you know, we're trying to get back to where they were at mid part of the season. Field position is going to be huge. Johnny Heckler is going to be a part of that. Now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go to the nation's capital to take on the Washington Redskins. Now, I'm going to serve this as um, as an advisory. Now, listen, Tom Brady is coming to D.C. Now, I'm, I know y'all Washington fans want to advance. And I know it's important, but I'm telling you, y'all guys better not hurt Tom Brady on that field. It's going to be a mutiny. We already had chaos in Washington this week. We don't want another one. So it's going to be this one person that will be myself. So what do you guys do? Do not hurt 12. Don't hurt them. But I know one thing. If my guy, Cole Holcomb, go in and make a big play and eliminate the Bucks from the playoffs, that would be fantastic for the playoffs. That would be fantastic for the platform. And all I do is vote for the platform. So watch out for number 55. He can get to the quarterback. He can make the stops. He can play underneath the coverage for a zone wide. So watch out for what Cole can be able to do against the Bucks. It's going to be a good matchup, mano y mano. We know what at stake here. Brady going for trying to go for a seventh win. Washington is really trying to have an identity on themselves. I would not be surprised if they keep that name, the Washington football team. But watch out for Cole, number 55, going against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, when we look at, I would say, the, the last game, that really has a lot to do with the players from the NFL Regional Combine. I don't see the Lamar Jackson missing that snap in there, but he know one of his backups and Tyler Huntley from Utah who came through the process this year. If anything was to happen to Lamar Jackson, don't be surprised to see number two get on the field because he is pretty much like another Lamar Jackson as far as his skill set. That's one of the reasons why they brought him there because they, the Ravens would not have to change anything if that young man had to get on the field. Uh, we saw him have some action a couple of weeks ago, um, but not saying something like that would happen. I believe that Lamar will be healthy and finish this game out. But far as in terms of relevancy for the NFL Regional Combine, the Cleveland Browns taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers Sunday night. Out of window, window waiver, one of the left, best left tackles in the league, going up against Miles Garrett, going up against this uh, defensive front. Let's see what how Wendell uh, Nueva can help keep Ben upright. It's going to be his task is going to be one of the most important tasks in this entire playoff run this year. 
got to find a way to make sure Ben stay upright. They've been doing he he and his that their offensive line did pretty good this year in keeping Ben upright so that Ben will not get an injury. So they have done their part all season. I do not see any changes there. So we're going to watch out for number 78 on that offensive line for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Also, Jordan Barry. Barry. Pittsburgh Steelers live by making the stops field positioning. Jordan Barry, one of the other top punters in the league. He's going to help pin the Browns on long drives. Now, we know Russell Wilson can handle long drives. We know that he got his hands full with Johnny Heffler pinning them deep. Now, playoff atmosphere, let's see how Baker Mayfield would have to go the length of the field. He's going to have to do that a couple of times in this game because Jordan Barry is going to make sure of that. And then flying down the field, you're going to see number 37, Jordan Dangerfield, one of the best underrated special team guys. If you're into special teams in the NFL, this name, Jordan Dangerfield, should not be a surprise for you. This young man has been with the Pittsburgh Steelers ever since he came through the process, I believe, in around 2016. Always been there. They, they've invested a lot of time inside this young man, so don't be surprised to see number 37, Jordan Dangerfield, make some way in this game. And then on the Cleveland Browns side, Marvin Hall um, Jr., he was acquired from the Detroit Lions who got cut, who on the Detroit Lions cut him a couple of weeks ago. Watch out for number 18 if he get out there on the field. Thank you guys for tuning in to Locker Talk. We're here about NFL starting tomorrow today here on this very proud platform of the Bassett News Radio Network. I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of Locker-Report.com. Follow me on any one of my social handles on Twitter, Locker underscore report, on Facebook, LockReport.com, and Locker Talk Podcast. On Instagram, LockReport100, all small cats. And subscribe, subscribe, subscribe today on YouTube at the Locker Talk Podcast. And make sure you guys always go to the Bastion News Radio Network where you hear this show anytime, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Listen to that much. Go for it. Everyone stay blessed. Talk to you guys next week.